Hey y'all, my name is LMC. If you're interested in the cannabis industry, then hit that subscribe button. Okay, so we're talking about another article in MJ Biz Daily written by John Schroyer, published about three hours ago as of this recording. Title is Proposed LED Mandate Could Cost California's Indoor Marijuana Growers Millions. Okay, we're going to go over the article and then break it down from there. Um, but this also caught my eye, these title, this title, because it's another, it's an example of a lot of these cannabis markets, these regulators in these markets. You know, it's a new market. There's new, it's a new industry. I completely get it. Um, but there's times where the regulations start to change. Like in, for example, in Washington state, they just made a mandate that uh, by next year, you need to have all of your fences become wooden fences instead of having um, uh, like metal fences um, for outdoor grows, right? Uh, now, why is that the case? I'm sure there's reasoning. I think more so it's to be able to identify them better, but that's still yet to be kind of seen. Um, anyways, let's jump, let's dive into this article and then we'll go, we'll talk about it more. Uh, we'll break it down. Okay, so many California marijuana growers are up in arms over a recent proposal before the State Public Utilities Commission that, that would require all indoor cultivation operators to use only LED lights by 2023. Okay, real quick too. Now, do I think the flip you know kind of changing regulations is not that good yeah i do but I, I get it there are reasons why you need to do it and i think for this specific reason is led lights in general are much more cost efficient they save a lot of uh energy so from an environmental aspect i i can i can, I can get this okay so if if implemented uh, the proposal could cost cannabis businesses hundreds of millions of dollars the growers say the proposal is part of a lengthy report issued this month by Codes and Standards Enhancement Case Program. Uh, it would force indoor growers to transition away from lower efficiency grow lights, okay, so I was right, such as metal halide uh, uh, or high pressure sodium, HBS, which are favored by some indoor growers over costlier LEDs. Quote, it's very important to consider the upfront costs and how growers will pay for that, Amber Morris, Director of Government Affairs for NorCal Cannabis. And during a recent webinar organized by the United Cannabis Business Association, uh, NorCal Cannabis has roughly 70,000 feet of indoor marijuana canopy that it's spent, quote, millions on building out, Morris said. At this point, she said it's possible for NorCal to transition to greenhouses in order to save the money it would cost the company to comply with the proposed requirement. It would cost NorCal at least $5.6 million to install LED lights for the entire canopy, estimated Bob Gunn, the CEO of Seattle-based energy consulting firm, Synergy. He also estimated it could cost roughly $255 million for all of California's indoor growers to change over. That figure is based on a 2019 statistic in the case report that found California has roughly 3.4 million square feet of indoor canopy license for cannabis cultivation. Gun said LED lights typically cost about $60 to $90 more per square foot of canopy than traditional H HPS lighting systems. The HPS uh, systems use more energy but are cheaper up front, right? So there's the trade-off, right? You kind of, this kind of comes back to, do we want more efficient lighting that probably will help, help the environment a little bit? Or do you want to have, or do you want to just keep the ones you have and not have to pay that upfront cost, right? Because the whole, I guess their argument is, Upfront costs will get paid off over time with how much you save. And I think there is an argument there, but you know, it needs to be more clearly. In terms of just efficiency and better for the environment, I'm all for that. 
but businesses, you know, they're, you know, they're being put in a very, uh, it could, some of, some, some of these businesses are putting in, being put in a very difficult position. So, you know, I can see, see the pushback on it, see why people are pushing back on it a little bit. Sacramento-based Nimbus Cannabis used such an incentive programs to build out its LED grow operation when it relocated to the state capital from San Francisco Bay Area. But Joe Cavallero, Nimbus Vice President of Cultivation, warned that the upset cost of LED lights is only the beginning of the actual uh, conversion cost. Nimbus initially spent $500,000 on LED lights for a small-scale grow. Quote, we recovered for about 30% of, of those costs, but there are, more, there are a lot more costs than just the lighting, uh, Cavallero uh, said. He warned about a likely increase in costs for other needed infrastructure, as well as at the time it takes to change growing operations so yields don't decrease. That's a great point. You have to change out all your lights, but you have an indoor grow, and indoor grows go, right? They can 12 months a year, right? They can go whatever. Um, then you're going to have to sacrifice some of that some of that potential yield or time, time is money, right, um, to replace these lights. And depending on how big the project is, or maybe you do it in quadrants, it, it's going to still decrease from yield. Um, quote, I'd say a cultivator needs at least a year or two to dial in their new process, and not all operators can get a state-of-the-art state facility going to do that, uh, Caballero said. Uh, Morris also noted that the case report did not take into account environmental requirements that are already mandated, mandated for marijuana growers, including compliance with the California Environmental Quality Act, or the CEQA, uh, at the state and local levels. So there kind of already is there already is systems there that ch help check and make sure that they're environmentally, uh, in comp they're, they're compliant and, and they're meeting environmental standards. So they said, this is just more regulation. Why we need that? We already have that. Um, okay, so uh, growers are required to begin reporting their environmental impact mitigation efforts to the state by 2022, she noted, a mandate that wasn't mentioned in the new report. But it seems like the new proposal is a second bite at the apple we not only have to go through these, the CEQA compliance at the state level, we have to go through it locally, Morris said. Uh, well, we are taking environmental impacts into consideration. This to us seems a little bit over the top. Uh, public comment is being taken on the proposals until July 31st. Um, barring a course change, the proposals are expected to be adopted in 2021 and take effect in January 2023. So there was an article that came out a few weeks ago. It was talking about how indoor growing is actually really bad for the environment. Um, really uh, takes a lot of resources, a lot of uh, energy. And that's definitely true. And there definitely needs to be compromises. But, um, you know, it's, it's, it's like I said, it's kind of what, what you'd like, you wanna, you know, make that switch to a more efficient, environmentally friendly lighting system or, do you and, and take up that upfront cost and potential loss of yield and time and all that stuff? Or do you want to you know, just keep what you have? You know, you know, this one, I, I personally, I, I think it's, it's, it's kind of like, what position, what position are you coming from? If you're coming from a consumer or just a general, you know, some a citizen, right. Then you'd be like, yeah, just, you know, they should do those and make, you know, contribute to being, having a, a cleaner environment. Uh, a more a more energy efficient environment and then if you you know if we're looking at it from their perspective they're like i don't know if i can even do this like this is going to cost us half a million dollars it's going to take us time which is going to then because it's taking us time and space we couldn't be making as much money so it's like you're losing money on multiple levels so that's a tough one you know i really i, I don't have actually like my personal opinion is uh i don't really know i i would 
if I had the money, I guess I would make that transition. Um, and if I didn't initially, I guess I would figure out a system that, you know, obviously they're going to have to be compliant with this. Uh, if this goes through, I believe it is. But California, though, is a little. This is just a little bit more an example of how California is very regulated. And like I said, not a bad thing, but they're being regulated for the same thing on three different levels. Right. Um, which I think is a little bit overkill. But, you know, this kind of depends how you look at it. Um, you know, so anyways, let me know what you guys think if you're a grower in California and you know about this, this, this topic, the subject, please drop a comment. Please let me know. Would love to hear from you. Um, really though, anybody also too, in general, would love to hear your opinion, uh, drop a comment. If you have any suggestions for new videos, please let me know. I would love to hear from you as well. Hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, go follow my social medias. They're all linked down below, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Reddit, um, LinkedIn's, you know, uh, et cetera, et cetera. You can also go listen to the segment, the audio version on Spotify, Apple podcasts, anywhere else you listen to your, uh, audio, uh, should be on there. Um, I think we're on like nine different platforms for audio, for podcasting audio. Um, also I have a new podcast that's called the frame of flower podcast, one-on-one -on -one conversations with people in the industry. If you find that interesting, get, definitely go check it out. It's, uh, you can have a YouTube channel. You can also listen to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, also, it's linked in the home on my on the home or on my channel page. Uh, if you scroll down a little bit, it'll be linked there too. Anyways, my name is LMC. Really appreciate you for joining me. If you made this in the end of the video, really appreciate that as well. Um, but yeah, I hope everyone's staying super safe and sound, and have an amazing, amazing day. Peace. Oh mm -hmm.